0: Welcome back, pool fans, to this week's edition of American Billiard Radio. Today is October the 20th, 2016, and we are smack dab in the middle of the U.S. Open. So I got some buddies of mine to talk to with me because everybody else is too busy playing. Um, Mr. Mark Cantrell of the Legends and Champions Report. How you doing, Mark?
1: Good, thank you, David.
0: And we got, uh, as an extra bonus out on the West Coast, Mr. Daniel Bush of POV Pool. What's up, Daniel?
2: Hey. Hey, I'm doing great. Nice to uh, be back with you, Dave.
0: Absolutely.
2: Sounds like, dish- like he's doing dishes. <laughs> again.
0: Are you cooking us dinner, Daniel? Is that what that is?
2: I'm cooking the lovely Geraldine dinner, that's for sure. Mm.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, um, what's going on out in the the West Coast there, bud? West
2: Coast, uh, it's been uh, a little bit slow with the exception of the NorCal uh, pool tour, the Jim Pierce Custom Cues NorCal Northern California pool tour. They've announced 10 stops, and they're in their, actually, we're going up to, Geraldine and I are going to go up to uh, California Billiards tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and we're going to stream their third stop. Small event, uh, a small tour, one thousand dollars added per stop, and uh, sponsored by uh, uh, Jim Pierce Custom Cues.
0: I have a question for you. So we're looking, we're Daniel, looking forward to that. I, I'm sorry, I don't, I'm, I'm, don't mean to be really rude, but I'm really quest- I'm really curious about something. How many people are in that local tour? Do you know?
2: Well, this is a, there's a brand new tour. I know that their first, uh, their first stop I think had like 81 or 86 players very big uh, draw okay and it all seems to depend on the venue that they go to as well okay Uh, the second stop only got 46 players and that was played at Diamond Billiards in Fresno this this upcoming one is at California Billiards which is you know uh, you may not know this but California Billiards is being touted as probably California's Premier venue for for professional and amateur pool events. It's Hmm. got 30 tables It's like 12,000 square feet, so it's it's quite large Chris Ward's venue can accommodate uh, uh, Quite a number of amenities and uh, and functions there cool
0: and you're having a, a fifth year anniversary. I understand
2: Yes, yeah. POV Pool will turn five years old in December. Uh, we officially did our first live stream uh, in 2011 uh, in Sherman Oaks, California, mm. at the House of Billiards. But this year, we're going to go back to California Billiards in Fremont, Chris Ford's Venue. Like I said, and we're going to stream a uh, we're going to do a one pocket tournament. And so we invite everybody to come out. We're going to do a one-pocket tournament, $2,000 added. And there will also be a mini nine-ball tournament on the first day. So, we, you know, we can't do anything extravagant, but we really just want to, uh, you know, with the help of Chris Swart and the owner of California Billiards, we wanted to put something on to celebrate POV Pool's fifth anniversary. Yeah. You know, it's been a long uphill battle and <laughs> we just wanted to, you know, so please, we hope everybody loves One Pocket and Nine Ball and wants to come and play the event. Uh, all of the money will be paid out. All of the money is guaranteed. Uh, you know, we want to thank our sponsors, uh, retail store.com and Tiger Products Fanduel.com, and also ivyorganics.com, and, and uh, Chris Swart at California Billiards. Cool. December 9, 10, <clears throat> and 11.
0: All right. Five years. Yeah. Wow, man. Doesn't seem like it's Five been years, that long, man. right?
2: Uh, yeah, it seems like it's, seems like it's been longer. It's
0: <laughs> been longer than that. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. No, I hear you, man. Well, as it is, we're uh, we are right smack dab in the middle of the U.S. Open, uh, probably the most significant American pool event, uh, you know, all year really for a lot of reasons. So.
2: Yeah, I'll second that.
0: You know, there's a lot of big stuff going on out there. Uh, they are down to, I believe, at this point, the final eight. And, um, you know, a couple of players, American players anyway, that are standing out at this point. Uh, Jeremy Jones uh, has had a hellacious run. Uh, He's had to play (laughs) like some of the hardest (laughs) opponents in the entire tournament. Somehow he ended up with them all. So uh, Mr. Jones making a run for it. Um, Mike DeShane also powering his way through. I think he's only had like one loss so far. Um, Alex Paglion also uh, making a pretty good run. You know, by the time you guys hear this, obvi- you know, obviously things are going to have changed, but uh, that's where it kind of stands right now. And uh, this evening, uh, you know, obviously the Hall of Fame dinner is going on, so they suspended play. So we don't have any more recent updates for you at this moment, but... That's kind of where it stands. If you want to check in on the brackets, obviously you can go to azbilliards.com and they've got that live as the games are played out. Um, We should also send a congratulations to Mr. Rodney Morris. I think we already congratulated him here on this show. But Belinda Calhoun as well for their nomination uh, and for the Hall of Fame this year. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, I, I, can I just throw something in there? I don't, I don't think I heard you mention Brandon
0: Schuff. Oh, yeah. Um, He's running, too. You're right.
1: Eight, and, and you said, the, and you said the, we're down to the final eight. We're not actually down to the final eight. Um, final Jeremy eight on the winners, win. I believe. Right? Yeah, Jer- Jer- yeah, Jeremy Jones and uh, Brandon Schuff are in the final eight on the winner's side, which, I mean, that's awesome. I think these two guys are really nice guys. Jeremy's won the U.S. Open before. Uh, Brandon's looking for that big uh, that big uh, win, you know, that's going to put him right up in the spotlight where sure. uh, he probably deserves to be uh so i just want to make sure that the, the still the loser side has i don't know how many.
0: <laughs> you're I, right you're right i should have I, clarified that i'm sorry i apologize yeah. and, 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 <laughs> and, and, <laughs>
1: I, i'm just making sure your effect straight so we yeah don't look like we don't know what we're doing no
0: know. no i understand completely no there's been some upsets too you know i mean uh you would think That someone like Appleton, you know, or Niels would still be running at this point. But some really strong names have already been eliminated by this point. And it's a little bit surprising. Now, I mean, it is and it isn't, you know what I mean? We all know it's a tough field, but sometimes you have in your mind who you think might go far and that just does not end up that way. And then there's others... Like Jeremy Jones, bam, just coming from nowhere, you know, whooping ass and taking names. So that's that's one of the great things about this event, because it, it, it can really go a lot of different directions. You never really know what's going to happen.
1: Well, again, he's, Jeremy's won the U.S. Open before. Yeah. It's not, not like he's a, a strange threat. and Yes, he was a while ago, and he hasn't been as prevalent as he's been, uh, you know, in the most recent years, let's say. But he... Uh, he's he's doing really good and again both super nice guys and i i wish him all the luck but the problem is with where they're at and, and talking about the field and how Dan Appleton and people like that are already gone this, this is a super strong field yeah. you don't have yeah a, the, the the luxury of saying oh this is a tuesday night tournament uh, Kobe's corner pocket, and there's two guys who can actually play
0: <laughs> no
1: everybody's a monster, and yeah. once you get you know uh, it, on the winner's side, you get two rounds in you you're you're not playing a muppet this yeah. is this is gonna be somebody who can actually play oh, the man. game Hell yeah. and so it makes it tougher and tougher and uh Jeremy's road there was uh, uh you, you, if if you gave him the option of taking this bracket. Or another one and pay a thousand dollars to take take the other one he would take the other one blind oh yeah because that's not that's not a red bracket that you want yeah. well Jeremy's got Jeremy's got
2: uh, you know still still far to go he's playing Alex Pagaliya next I mean yeah but for him all of the matches that he's played in this bracket have been close matches. I mean, he, you know, nine oh, yeah. eleven against Earl, nine eleven against Ralph Souquet, nine eleven against <laughs> Earl Peach. <laughs> yeah. So you know he's he's squeaking by, but you still have to hand it to him for getting. Oh
0: yeah, you know, Absolutely. for uh,
2: for uh, for walks for getting through it. I mean, right. You know, you got to be doing
1: something right to beat those guys. Yeah. His is the other thing. His the part that makes me a little bit sad. Is. Uh, I, I'm not sure if Jeremy plays tonight or not. I think Brandon plays tonight. Um, who does Brandon play tonight? Um, oh, uh, Alex Spagolian.
2: That no, him? that's going to be that's going to be uh, uh, Jeremy Jones plays Alex. Okay, and, and uh,
0: then
1: Brandon plays uh, Chang.
0: Chang, yeah.
1: Okay, but obviously at this point, like I said, they're both tough matches. If they both win they have to play each other and he's they're like, men, oh, yeah. oh, well, <laughs> I, I think at that point they're both going to be completely
2: uh, elated to be playing each other. And I think they're going to do the best they can. I I don't think that, I mean, every, every professional player has to come uh, in, in, in contact with their friend at some point, if they're going to do well. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'd
2: like to talk, I'd like to talk about the match actually. I mean, uh, Brandon Shuff is going to be playing the guy that beat Shane eleven four. Chang. I mean, I don't yeah. know much about Chang, but uh, 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 in fact, no. Hold on a second. Uh, is this going on right now? I see a score of two to one on the brackets.
0: They could have just restarted play. Yes. Yeah. They might have. Yes. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: So yeah, for all. Uh, it's going down you know, now. Posted huh? this. When you posted this, uh, you guys will probably already know the result of that match. So uh, sure. best of luck to those guys.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: But well, uh, Chang, Chang, you know, Chang kind of beat uh, Shane Van Boning handily.
0: Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, it was 11-4, was uh, it? You know,
2: yeah, and he had him down 6-0. You know, I also heard from uh, Mike Howerton that uh, Shane was playing pretty bad. But, you know, sometimes players will do that to you.
0: Yeah. Well, to make a Chang contrast... Chang also
2: beat Mike DeShane. Chang also beat Mike DeShane. Right. So that's the reason Mike DeShane's on the one lost
0: side. Right. And and here's the thing, too, though. Now, here's the twist to that what you're talking about. Uh, you know, Shuff is going to have to face Chang. Chang has already beat Shane and DeShane. And DeShane was on a tear, man. Every single one of the matches, except for the one that he got beat... Every single one has been a blowout. It's been 11-2, 11-3, 11-4. I mean, every single one of them, Mike is on it. So when he finally does have to face Chang, sparks are going to fly. I I, I really can't wait to see that match. Going to be some good pool, that's for sure.
2: It it already is good. It is good pool, watching it uh, already. You know, I, I, I had a chance to... Watch a couple, of day, uh, a couple of days, you know, by, by like the afternoon, the morning pass, morning session or something. It's great. It's great to watch, you know. It's really good to watch good pool.
0: Well, and it's going to be... Sorry, go ahead.
1: I would say we. What, what we've got to remember as well here with with this is at, at the point we're at right now, uh, it's already changed the Moscone Cup standards.
0: Absolutely. 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 Yeah, there's going know be.
1: You've got the points in front of you and what the possible points are. Yes. Yes.
0: But yes it yes, looks yes.
1: like Rodney, who, God bless him, in the Hall of Fame, he looks like he's been nudged out of his spot for uh, the third place, you know.
2: Right. Well, yes. And we also have. Oscar Dominguez is uh, number five. I mean, I, I mention him only because he's, you know, both Rodney and Oscar are, are you know, they represent our West, our beautiful West Coast, <laughs> which is where I'm at. So, yeah. Uh, Oscar was, was third, in the third place, uh, and I, I can't remember which event it was, but he's, he's in the fifth place now.
0: He's uh, 5th place in the Moscone Points ranking so far with 190. Now, you know, it's going to be hard for the listeners to visualize this, but you got 1st place with Shane, 325. Before the U.S. Open is over, this is how they're currently standing. Shane at first with 325, Skyler with 248, Rodney with 216, Mike Deschene 1 point behind him at 215. Um, Rodney is yeah. already out of it, uh, out of the U.S. Open, so he's not going to get any significant amount of points if he gets any at all. So he's going to be stuck basically at two sixteen. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that he's going to the Kuwait Open, which is the only other event left for Moscone Cup points. So Rodney's right. gonna he's gonna have to get bumped because Mike is already high enough to get more points to pass him. So. Yeah. The order of uh, the rank is definitely going to change by the time the U.S. Open, obviously, is over. The only uh, question left is, um, is it going to be Mike taking spot number one? Will it be Justin that bur- jumps up? Justin's too far back. Brandon Schuff also, no matter how well he does, he's too far back to move into it- it- even third place. So he might get yeah, himself up there the, close, you know, and get a, 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 what do you call it, coach's pick, but he's not going to make the automatic three.
2: That's true. I mean, uh, you know, it's a, it's a five-man team, the Moscone Cup, and, and, and let's not forget that the uh, the top five players are not always the ones that will be picked. Right. Um, there, is, there is a coach's pick, which... Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I can be corrected by either one of you guys that the uh, the top three and four spots are uh, are, are are not always uh, are not always defaults uh, that, that you end up on the team, and that uh, you know Mark Wilson uh, or those in charge of the uh, <laughs> the Moscone USA team uh, they get to select who they.
1: That's so, right. So you That's know right.
2: they get to select who they want to be on the team. So for all they that,
1: get to they get they they get to pick the last two. The yeah. first the top three are qualifying positions, right? And then the last two are wild card picks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, picked by Wilson or Manchum or whoever. I'm I, I, I led to believe it's by Wilson. Yeah, he gets to pick whoever he wants. Uh, what would be really nice is if he could get his. Um, the, the the top players that would have to be picked because of, for whatever reason, like Shane, obviously Shane's already in. That makes Mark Wilson's life a little easier uh, be, because he doesn't have to use his wildcard pick to put Shane in because he'd have to put him in anyhow. Uh, Mike, Shane, he <laughs> yeah. would. I mean, he's just got to put him in. It's, it's it, uh, whether his record is greater than the Moscone Cup or not, if you don't put Shane in you you know, it's going to be, you uh, it's not going to be accepted well. I have to
2: say Shane is definitely the uh, favorite, uh, the pick for the United States uh, to be well, in the Moscone Cup. I mean, that's a certain... Well, he's,
1: he's just qualified given. anyhow. He's yeah. qualified anyhow. So, Mark doesn't have to waste, Mark Wilson doesn't have to waste his two, quali- two wildcard picks on
0: grab
1: right yeah he's, he's already there if Shane, if Mikehan's already there he don't have to always just pick that uh who whose third did we say is it
0: currently Skyler? It, well it's Skyler and Rodney second and third Skyler Rodney
1: okay and Skyler's done went further than Rodney I believe so he's probably in third place right now
0: so yeah so
1: right it, he he, w- he would have wanted. Two of those picks, three, all three picks, probably anyhow. Uh, so now he gets to pick whoever he wants. I'm going to guess his pick. Uh, and let, let me be the
0: uh,
1: uh, fortune teller <laughs> here. Moscone Cup predictions.
0: He's gonna, he's, all right, here we go.
1: He's, he's, he's going to pick uh, Justin Bergman and
0: Daniel Bush. Okay, so... Okay, so... <laughs> Actually, Mar- Mark Cantrell's uh, Moscone Cub team is Shane Van Boning, Skyler Woodward, Mike Deshane, and who?
1: Daniel Bush.
0: Justin Bergman and <laughs> Daniel Bush?
2: Yeah. You got to have a ball banger in there, man. I'm,
0: just for some color commentary. If that's
1: what the team turns out to be, all my money's on Europe. Just because Daniel Wilson screwed everything <laughs> up. I mean, he's
2: going <laughs> to. Well, it's because I'm, I'm a European. Uh, I'm a plant
1: for Europe. Uh, oh, that's no. anyway, right.
2: Hey. The, list, the list, I'm, I'm not an American citizen, so I couldn't get chosen. But the, 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 list, the list, actually, that I'm working off of has uh, Mike DeShane in fourth place and Oscar in fifth place. Yes. Uh, you, you know, um, well, Oscar that's... was passed up. Right. Oscar was passed up four years ago if i'm not mistaken and uh he was asked uh he was asked to be a uh to be a uh coach uh w- one of the coaches or corner men or whatever you want to call him yeah. declined that offer yeah and uh you know i think he's put in a lot of work uh but uh, you do have uh you do have a toss up between three uh other players mike Deshane, bergman and skyler um so Mm. I'm. I'm going to say Mike Deshane stays in, and I'm going to say that uh, it's possible that Justin Bergman might end up uh, taking the place of Oscar. But I feel like Oscar deserves it.
0: Mm. Well, the previous yeah.
1: was it the previous year. Um,
0: That's hard to argue with.
1: He he, and I think the previous year Mark ended up picking. I don't say previous year, last year. I think he picked the top five, because he said that's what would be fair to pick the top five. Yeah. So we'll see if he does that again or if he goes.
2: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And uh, I, too, by the way, would like to uh, congratulate Rodney Morris uh, for his induction into the Hall of Fame, the BCA Hall of Fame. I think uh, he, he totally, totally deserves it. He's not without his own controversy. It's funny to watch uh, <laughs> how quickly he he bobs and weaves uh, in the press, you know. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, I really love the guy. He's uh, he's been a, an, an asset to what we do here on the West Coast for pool. We've had him. Uh, we've showcased him many times on on POV Pool, and uh, you know, I just think he really deserves it. You know, uh, Belinda Calhoun. She's. Uh, She's been on WPA and WPBA board for many years. Uh, she's she's been she's championed many games, straight pool and nine ball, and and uh, and I think that's cool. It was a quick it was a close toss up between uh, Belinda and uh, Vivian Villarreal, but uh, it looks like Belinda got the votes, and so congratulations to her. I'm sure she's really excited right now. And Sure. I'm sure that Austin, Texas, is is really excited for her too.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Daniel, for your time. Thank
2: you, Dave. It's always nice to uh, to, to catch up with you guys at American Billiard Radio, and uh, I I hope you guys keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you know, the pool world needs it, and uh, I'm just glad that you guys are there
1: every week. Thanks.
0: Oh, gee, well, hopefully
1: we can. hope. hope Hopefully, we can all work on something together to start trying to move along with the times. It's uh, something I think that we, we should do. Uh, you do a good job at what you do, and Dave does a good job at what he does, and there's no reason why there shouldn't be some kind of interaction that uh, can be good for the pool fans and, and everybody else. Sure. Uh, is is be, Before we go, Daniel, is anybody you'd like to mention as far as your sponsors go for uh, POV pool?
0: Friends and family. Hi, Geraldine.
2: Uh, Yeah, I couldn't do it. I could not do uh, (laughs) this uh, the way we do it without the help of Geraldine Thibodeau. Love of my life and and also uh, does a lot of work marketing and promoting the events that uh, we provide coverage for. And, uh, you know, just congratulations again to Rodney Morris and Belinda Calhoun. Uh, best of luck to all those players at the U.S. Open. Uh, and uh, once again, yeah, thanks to uh, KamuiRetailStore.com, FanDuel.com, TigerProducts.com, and IVOrganics.com. com. pool Cool would not be around today if it wasn't for the help of our sponsors.
0: Alright guys, thanks for joining us We'll catch you uh, again next week Right here on American Billiard Radio